Welcome to John Wayne Lie to You, the storytelling podcast featuring me, the desert rose traveling through the sands in my feet and my vagina. John Wayne, that's right. Here I am back, back in my neon palace of sin in downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. Not for long, though, as I am heading right back out uh, within probably, I don't know, 15 more hours or so. But we'll talk about that uh, later here. Um, Welcome to the show, everyone. Of course, uh, I've already drank my coffee today, but that doesn't mean I'm not having my tea. That's right. I do have a nice peeping, piping, popping hot bowl of Grandpappy's Medicine. Today, I am smoking. This is an interesting strain. Um, I've never heard of this before, so but I, I like it. But it's called Weekend at Gary's. Weekend at Gary's. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, <clears throat> it sounded funny. Um, it was uh, the wonderful, lovely, and amazing Scarlet uh, picked that up for me with a couple other joints and stuff. And I was coming back from Texas last week here, and um, I'm busting into this jar today, and it gave me a chuckle. I saw the I saw the name, and I was like, Oh yeah, that's right. Weekend at Gary's. I, I don't even know what that's referencing. Mostly, um, what it's referencing as far as the strain. But, um, oh shit, I've had to even close my fucking office door here. Hold on, everybody. But, uh, not that it matters. But, um, if, uh, it, you know, it, it, it also made me chuckle for, like, personal reasons, uh, in that there's a, a Gary that I know who, uh, his, uh, you know, Gary, if, if Nick P or, uh, Robbie C happen to be listening to this episode, they'll know exactly, uh, what I'm talking about. It's guy Gary, uh, I used to work with years and years and years ago when Nick P was my manager at the software store, and he was just, I don't know, he's, he's a weirdo. Um, but we loved him, but now, now he's like not a good weirdo, I don't think. I think he has some questionable beliefs. Either way, uh, it makes me think of like that guy, because we'd always like be like, Gary, Gary, anytime you hear like, uh, if you listen to old letters of Ultron songs and you hear us yell out Gary at any at any time during the song, it is it is that Gary that we're we're referencing. Um, I also used his name as a, the character in the porn star retirement plan, the protagonist. Uh, I called him Gary, and in my mind, I kind of was even kind of picturing him like like our Gary. So here I am, uh, smoking some weekended Garys, reliving my time with my own Gary. But I'm here. I'm back, guys. Everyone, I just got back in from uh, Phoenix Fan Fusion last night, and we will be talking about that all uh, here in a little bit, giving you the old in out about that one. And um, that that was, uh, you know, it's it's, but it's just kind of like the last episode where I was coming from Texas and got home and recorded. Uh, but I had actually had a couple days before I had to leave again now, um, but really literally only two days before I had to leave to go to Phoenix. Uh, I, I, I screwed that up a little bit too, but we'll again, cover that later. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, so one, just home for the night and back out again. Uh, but that is how it goes. You got to replenish all the supplies, you get the packing up plus, 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 uh, you know, there's, uh, some more things happening. I will, uh, I'm packing up to go to... Uh, Bride of Frankencon, which is in Knoxville, Tennessee. Now, the last time I went to Knoxville, uh, and my man Tony, shouts out Tony Evans, uh, badass author and musician, buddy, very good buddy of mine, uh, one of my best. Uh, he um, he was surprised I would go back to Knoxville, actually. And we talked about it because the last time I was in Knoxville, and you can go back through the podcast here and listen to the episode of the recap of that. 
I forget what it was called, CreepyCon or something like that. Um, but whatever the one was in Knoxville, that was when like I almost beat beat a old man to death in the parking lot for fucking me for like parking blocking me out. Uh, I tell that story, and it was just it was a whole awful experience. However. This is not that convention that I'm doing. This is uh, sponsored by uh, Mark from Orbit DVD uh, out there in uh, Asheville, North Carolina. I like Mark quite a bit, and I um, uh, yeah, I wanted to do this this uh, this show. So uh, I'm gonna see. I know uh, several people out there. My uh, filmmaker buddy Jeb Bryan's gonna be there. Uh, of course, another amazing author and a good buddy of mine, Robert Essex, gonna be out there. I can't wait to hang with. Him, uh, my man Sean, aka Mister Unhappy, more and and the rest. Uh, Felissa Rose will be out there. It's gonna be awesome. So that is what I am doing, uh, preparing for that presently. Actually, even before I I started the the podcast today, I, I wanted to get all this other. You know, I had a, I woke up and already just a little bit of anxiety. Like oh, shit, dude. Do I have all my shit together? Like what? I was you know, but I started making lists, getting all my you know, getting my ducks in a row, as if you will. Um, and, uh, it actually, you know, as things most, as it goes most times was not as daunting, um, as I maybe was thinking it would be of a day to get, get things done. And I'm on a good pace. And, uh, this is when I, you know, scheduled down down for myself to, to do the podcast. I wanted to make sure I did one before I hit the road again. And Hey, it's all working out. Cause here I am doing it. Uh, so it's, uh, like I said, you know, it's just getting up, uh, making sure I have new inventory ready that I I'm packing and, uh, repacking a suitcase and uh, also bringing my guitar and uh, some cables and gear because, ladies and gentlemen, people of all listening types that are listening to my podcast, if you're coming to the uh, Bride of Frankencon in Knoxville, Tennessee this weekend, it is, uh, interestingly enough, it's 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 only a Friday-Saturday con, so it's June 9th and June 10th, um, but if you're going to be there, come on Thursday to the hotel, to the to where the convention is, June 8th, there is a pre-party uh, that's going to be lit, and I'm going to tell you why. Your good buddy here, John Wayne, is going to be playing a set, uh, playing the songs there at the party. That's right. I'll be performing. Uh, I'm opening for some... Um, I, I should have looked up his name before you started. John Wayne, I said, I told you to look up his name. Now I don't know. A uh, guy from Basket Case. I guess the, the star from Basket Case is a musician as well. He's going to be there. Uh, he's playing. He's actually going to use my guitar, and I am going to um, open the show. So it's going to be an awesome party, and it's going to be an awesome convention, I am sure, because nothing can be as bad as the last convention I did in Knoxville. Um, however, that is, no, that was something else. <clears throat> but anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, was that Knoxville that that I'm thinking of? Or am I getting it confused with Metro Gothromethocon? I don't know. Tony, when you listen to this, hit me up and let me know if I'm wrong or right. And I'll, I'll, I'll clarify on the next one. Thanks, dude. I love you. Um, so anyway, uh, one of the things that I did this morning, first thing I did when I got up was uh, I mailed out all the uh, orders of the Deadline hardback book uh, that just came out last week. I actually put them up like right before I, I left. They went on sale last week and um, they've been going well. So there's actually just a couple left as of this record. So if you jump on the website, you might be able to snag one uh, before they are gone. Now, um, they will come back, but they might, you know, I might do a different pressing, a different something. Um, but uh 
I definitely will have some back. So if you get there and it says sold out, never fear. They will be back in stock uh, in, uh, in in a capacity in a few weeks because this this printer for these takes a little longer than uh, I found that uh, than, than when I have to replenish uh, paperback books. So whatever. I don't know. Maybe they got to go chop the hardback tree down. Who knows? Uh, but they will be back. So check that out. They're, of course, at johnwayneisdead.com on my, web, my website there on the uh, shop page. Um but speaking of that, so yeah, that's my latest novel, and I know I just met a lot of people at these, these cons lately. Uh, hey, if you haven't checked that out, that you can also get a hard a, a paperback still signed in the in the store or uh, anywhere you get books from, and I'm very uh, happy with it. Working on the screenplay for it, everybody. Working on the adaptation of a screenplay for Deadline right now. It is. Um, it's going. I've never done it before, so I'm kind of like learning as I go, trying to get feed, you know, advice and feedback. Uh, but I'm, I'm in the initial stages, the the, the beginning process, the note card, or the I guess I got the, I'm, the program I'm using. Like uh, it's got note cards that you, you arrange and um, kind of thing. I don't know. It, it doesn't matter. It's I'm starting the process, and it's going to be awesome. I know. Uh, I I'm very stoked for it. So. Um, let's see. Yeah, we got that. Uh, hardback orders going out. And also what's going out is major love and thanks to my Patreon supporters. Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart, guys. Being on the road so much right now, like you don't have no, you have no idea how much that, that support from my Patreon is, uh, is crucial. Not just in a, in a sense of like, yes, in the sense that it's crucial in, in a, uh, material sense that I need to use it to, you know, uh, fix a tire or get, you know, pays for my gas or something like happens just to, that's comes up out of nowhere. Uh, yes. But also in a, um, like the sense of like, it's nice. It's, it's a good feeling. It's kind of like I, I, you, to know, you know, when people are supporting you and you can kind of take stock in that. So I, you know, when I, I feel down, you know, I, I just, I always, I always try to take stock of like g- the good, things in my life, uh, no matter how small, um, they, they are, or, or insignificant, they may seem up to the largest, you know, hugest accomplishments or whatever to be happy for. But, uh, you know, just all the support that I get from any, I mean, the fact that people support me period is, is amazing, but, um, I just want to thank you, my Patreon, uh, supporters from the bottom of my heart, you guys are amazing. If you would like to support me on Patreon, check it out at patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead, or just go to John Wayne is dead.com. Hit that old uh, Patreon link. It'll take you right there. Any tier you join comes with the uh, rewards and, and the, the, the surprises that are listed with it. But everyone, no matter what tier you're on, gets access to the awesome dude for life boner bonus podcast in which I speak with other artists around the world that I meet. Uh, and we talk about what they do in their disciplines. And these are all kinds of people and they're amazing discussions. There's well over 120 episodes right now. So you can listen to all the back episodes. Plus there's videos of uh, me doing uh, song performances as well as readings at conventions and uh, all that kind of cool stuff I, I put up there. And also, you know, I, I give my Patreon people heads up and, and early access to things. So uh, if you'd like to, you know, if that sounds like something you'd like to check out, um, you know, just head over to the Patreon, patreon.com slash John is dead. Uh, check it out from the website. And um, I appreciate all of you guys. Thank you so, so much. So, um, Let's see. Got my. I've got my notes here, and I feel. I feel good. I gotta tell you this. I gotta get some water. Like I said, I was feeling a little stressed this morning. A little, <clears throat> like a uh, fuck, you know. But um, 
I got over it quickly, like because I when, once I started to organize things and it, it went down significantly because I was like, okay, it's not that bad. And then, um, and then I also had to call back on you know my situation um, that just happened this past weekend that I'm going to tell you about, in which I had to like kind of realign my thought process a little bit, you know, get over my myself and and uh, just just be patient and go with the the process basically. But but we'll get more into more of that later. So first thing before we move on, I want to <clears throat> talk about the, um, let's do our card of the day reading. Actually, that's what I want to do. Um, you may uh, know or don't know. I do a card of the day reading here on the podcast uh, and I use the, uh, Rider weight deck, actually the one that I designed the John Wayne is dead Skella deck, which you can find at John Wayne is Um, it just, you know, it's, I got also I want to thank everyone that's been buying I and mean, the sales of the the decks have really been picking up lately um at at the tables and at the at my booth um at the conventions get it out John Wayne there we go um and I appreciate it so so many people are giving me good feedback on it it makes me feel really good it took a long time to do uh to do the deck and and it's um it's nice that it's you know it it's appreciated cuz I'm I'm super stoked on it so um uh, but the card of the day today <clears throat> I like this because it kind of goes – if you listen to last week's episode when I, you know, was talking about I did card of the day and it kind of related to what I was feeling and um, and that's all this is if you're not familiar with that. This is not telling the future or anything like that. This is just kind of – I approach this as a thought exercise. It helps to redirect your line of thought maybe, you know, and help you look at something in a different way that, you know, could possibly – have you think differently about something or maybe approach a situation differently, something like that, give you perspective, right? So <clears throat> today we drew, uh, and if you're on my uh, Instagram, you saw it already, uh, at John Wayne is dead, the five of cups. So the five of cups, cups, uh, we know that's, you know, has to do with our feelings a lot, our emotions, things like that. <clears throat> and um, in this card, we got it in the upright position. And this in this card, it, the, the figure depicted is uh, standing there kind of, um, you know, maybe mournfully they're hanging their head, looking down in front of them at uh, three cups that are spilled in front of them. Right. So, you know, the, the, the shit in them is just puddled all around. Uh, this person's got a cloak pulled around them and, and cinched all the way up to their neck. And they're just, they just look like they're forlorn and staring down at these spilled cups. Directly behind this person uh, depicted are two cups stand upright and full. So that card, uh, it's it's another one that just kind of like gives, gives me a little, it, it, I was, I'm glad, I was glad to get it. It gives me a little bit of like I said perspective just to kind of stop and check myself a little and be like oh yeah okay come on chill out what the fuck you you already know this kind of thing so change your mindset now <clears throat> like so with this card where it's basically we might be right in this kind of just in this moment in our life we're we're maybe a little down disappointed uh maybe even like like a woe is me almost dramatic wise uh because of something that didn't basically to generalize it just something didn't go our way something that we thought was going to go our way did not happen 
and it, or it didn't happen like that. And now it's just kind of like, ugh, uh. um, and <clears throat> it's, it's okay. While it's okay to like be bummed about something, like when something like that happens, we just have to remember not to stay in that bummer zone, F- get, get through it, be upset, be angry, however you you you're going to process these feelings however you're going to get that out of your system <clears throat> but we have to remember to pull it together and move on sooner than later right we don't want to stay in this thing like that it's it's not healthy mentally uh it's not healthy physically either like emotionally you don't you don't want to do that like i said it, shit sucks right and we're going to get bummed we're going to get mad but we have to realize that there's you know the light at the other end or, or, you know, this too shall pass. However you want to process it for yourself. We can't just stay in that pity or that, that bum and zone, as I would say, um, <clears throat> you know, you might also like things that, that may be going through your head is like, you're blaming yourself for, for whatever this happened. You've got a lot of, uh, you start going back to old shit and being like, oh man, like when I did that or, oh yeah. And you're just, that that's not, that's going like already it's, you know, saying the word backwards. We don't want to go backwards. We also don't want to, you know, if we don't want to blame ourselves, especially if there's no, you know, if, if something happens and we need to take responsibility for, yes, that's fine. But you can't like blame yourself for just, shit happens right we can't um we all know what the circumstances and what it is surrounding a situation that bums us out and you know we it's easy to beat yourself up again like like i said it's easy to sit in that uh bummer zone but we don't want to do that uh don't let ourselves stay in there for long don't let you know don't let ourselves fall back into the negative um <clears throat> the negative cycle because it's easy it's easy to do, uh, far easier uh, than we think. So, with this, with this card, also we we want to look at, especially if we're blaming ourselves, you know, f- forgiveness or, or you know, taking responsibility for it, but then being able to forgive ourselves, forgive someone who's disappointed us, or just being able to move past this thing and and grow and learn and and. The big takeaway from this card for me is, you know, learn from, we need to learn from these mistakes. Oh, you know what? I also, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll go back to that here in a second. But when I was describing what the card looks like, it's, you know, this guy's looking down at these three spilled cups. He's pissed, you know, he's bummed, he's bummed out. These, these, the, he, you know, this is, was his thing. It's right here. And now they're all spilled. And he's just like, Fuck. And that can represent, like I said, your feelings. It, it just represents whatever's going on. A situation, like I said, it didn't go your way and it's all spilled. But the reason it's important not to keep dwelling on those things is because because of what's in the, the, the picture, in the card. Th- there's two perfectly fine full cups right there. Just turn your head. And some uh, easier said than done, I realize it. But... You're, if we don't try, you're never going to realize that something better or different or a whole new opportunity that could be exciting and new, it's all right there. And we have, we have to remember that. 
like I said, easier said than done, guys. I, I've been through all this kind of stuff. I'm not saying that it's like, yeah, all right, here we go. Well, I'm fucked out now. I feel awesome. Let me look at these cups. Who show me them titties. Wow, look at me. I'm jumping around. It's not like that. I know it's it's not. And I'm being funny. I'm, you know, adding some humor to it. But on a serious note, yes, it is. You have to do the work, you know, and it's hard to pull ourselves out of that uh, pity or, or feeling bad down on ourselves, blaming ourselves. Uh, it's hard hard to pull yourself out of that sometimes but we have to remember that this has happened <clears throat> excuse me this has happened uh things like this have happened already take away uh the lesson you know you're still here from other stuff like this kind of happening and if this is the first time something like this has happened you have to realize then take take away what the lesson was take away what you learned file that away keep that wisdom that knowledge so that you can better navigate this down the road, which is a lot of what, what a lot of these cards end up being like, hey, remember these fuck ups, remember what happened, because you won't have to deal with them again, if you do, because you won't allow yourself to be in that situation again, or you'll be able to pull yourself out of it faster, because you know how you did it last time, and it worked, and you'll already be, you know, one one up on where you are now, because you know you can get to the other side of this. So <clears throat> anyway, I digress. This is, uh, you know, the Five of Cups, like I said, it's to to paraphrase or to put a button on it. It's, uh, you know, we cannot blame ourselves for everything. We cannot start bumming on ourselves just because maybe something didn't happen like we wanted it to. Um, and uh, we need to you know, feel feel it, feel it out. Uh, but don't don't wallow. Don't stay in that that those feelings for too, too long. Uh, don't stay in that place. Remember that there's more right there uh and maybe possibly even better and different and and inspiring it's just just turn your head and look the other way and it's right there so um anyway that was our card of the day reading thank you so much uh for that i hope you got something out of it i know i did if you'd uh, like to check out my tarot deck hey they are available at uh, my booth anytime I'm at a convention and they are on John Wayne is dead dot com on the in the in the old shop page there so you can check that out Sal Sal now so now moving along guys I I don't know if like uh, I, I need to pull the plug on this or not but the Corey hotline has been dry as a desert vagina uh, for far too long it, it, no one's calling uh, I, I, I was just checking before the show. There was like four messages. There was like, these might be spam, but they were like 35, 30, you know, 40 seconds long. I was like, what is this? And it, it basically sounds like someone's at work or in a meeting or whatever. And they've like accidentally called like, but dialed the Corey hotline and it's just recorded part of like their work meeting or something. I, I don't know. Uh, but I was like, what is this? And, and then I started thinking, is somebody trying to signal me for help? Because this is the wrong number to do that on. And what is that number, you ask? Well, the Corey hotline. The phone number is 832-930-1347. And it is a number you can call anytime, day or night. Leave a message for the show. Leave a message for me. Comment on what, uh, you know, what, what I've talked about. If you have any questions, uh, anything you want to, you know, uh, me to clarify or, or, you know, whatever. We'll talk. It's no big whoop. Uh, 832-930-1347. And if you uh, are a little shy about talking or having your voice played, don't want that, uh, you can text the um, number as well. Send a text. Send a long-ass text. Be sure to tell me who you are in the text though. Some texts I've gotten, there's no name and 
Uh, I have no idea. So be sure to just uh, say, hey, this is so-and-so, and then you can go and text whatever you'd like. Please call. Please text. We are lonely, and we, we would love to hear from you. Sometimes it feels like I'm just screaming into the void here. So give us a call, 832-930-1347. I thank you. Thank you so much. So let's see. Uh, moving right along. Um, I think it's time for our storytelling portion of the show. I uh, like I said this weekend I was in Phoenix for Phoenix Fan Fusion and uh just like the Phoenix I too rose from the ashes uh there and it was hot. So, um probably uh a mere Mm, eight or nine hours ago, I guess I got back. Sorry for that. Eight or nine hours ago, I got back from old uh, Phoenix or the Phoenix uh, fan. No, 12 hours, 13 or 14 hours. I'm sorry. I can't do math. Either way, I just got back from Phoenix Fan Fusion out there in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, This is the second time I've done this show. I did it last year. Some of you may uh, remember that or have been at that show or, or listened to the episode about it. Um, and, uh, it's, um, for those of you who don't know, it's, it's a huge, it's not a comic, it's a pop culture con, really. It's, it, they, they like to throw around the, like, it's a geeky nerd, like, get, get together, you know, they, in all the literature and email they send, it's like, uh, let's get geeky together and whatever. But it's, it's kind of, it's, it's pop culture, it's sci-fi, it's got a lot of, you know, William Shatner is one of the guests, there's a lot of, um, you know, anime voice people and or and other uh, voice actors that are there. A lot of fantasy authors. Not a lot, or uh, not not a whole lot of horror stuff going on. And a lot of if you've listened to the podcast before, heard me talk about this. I I don't really do those conventions. I've tried a few of them, and it's it's always like a a weird thing where those kind of conventions and horror don't just don't crawl. There's no, there's no crossover really. It doesn't seem like there is. Um, maybe there's a little bit, but, but not as, not enough usually to sustain or, or, uh, justify being at that kind of thing. So I've done a few in the past and, uh, I've tried them, you know, I'm, I'm not signing up for any of those, but this one, I, I had already signed up for, this was like a, a pre-pandemic thing that I'd been on for this when I went last year for the first time and they kept moving it and moving it. It was actually the one convention that they moved like so many times that, uh, it, like I'd already, you know, everything had already been rescheduled from the pandemic and I'd already attended all of those ones already that had been rescheduled. And this was the last one that I, that was just still floating out there because I kept pushing it, pushing, pushing it. Finally, they had it. And um, last year was my first year. Now, if you listen to the episode, it was like I I talk about how much of a pain in the ass it was getting in. The you know I I was having a whole a horrible time uh, just loading in, getting bitched at for having you know alcohol in there, getting yelled at by the stat, like all this kind of stuff. I was like, what the fuck? I hate fuck this place. Uh, but it turned out to uh, turn my smile, turn my frown upside down because. Uh, it was very, it was very successful, and it, and the people that I met were very cool, and I sold a bunch of books. So, uh, because of that, I decided that I was going to sign up and go again this year, making it my again my sole pop culture con of the year that I'll do. So, um, I uh, 
you know, I do I do a lot of these, and you know, I'm all hitting the old grandpappy medicine. So sometimes my memory is not not the best or the sharpest. And you know, you do so many of these shows, sometimes it's hard to keep them straight or you know or remember exactly how things go there because you're confusing it with something but you know typically the you know a lot of you familiar with the the horror conventions you know, they start on Friday night somewhere anywhere between 4 or 6 get you know depending and close at 10 or 11 on that Friday night and then Saturday you know you you're looking at like a 10 a.m. to 7 or 8 maybe Sunday, usually like a 10 to 5. So I I just kind of went, I was assuming that that was what this this thing was like. And I had planned because I, you know, I came back from, from Texas. I got home. Um, <clears throat> when did I, I guess I got home on Wednesday or whatever. And I, uh, no, Tuesday. And I, uh, I thought that I had till Friday. I was going to, oh, my plan was I'm going to load in. Uh, I'm going to drive to Phoenix on Friday because Phoenix is only about four and a half hours from, from Las Vegas. Um, you know, maybe a little longer if there's traffic or whatever, but it, it it's not a bad drive is what I'm saying, at least not for me. So I was like, yeah, I'm just going to roll in on Friday morning, uh, you know, Friday afternoon or whatever, load in, pack my, you know, put my table up and then, you know, stay, vend the show for that night and then go get, get a motel room. And, uh, then you know, just have to have a, a room for two nights and then Sunday I'll pack up and leave straight from the place and, you know, boom, that'll be it. Well, I'm like on uh, Wednesday night, I'm going through, getting things ready, just getting together. And I'm looking at the load-in information email because I remember, I couldn't remember exactly what the deal was last year, but I knew it was a, some weird shit you had to do to load in. So I, I start looking through the email. Good thing I did because as I'm looking at it, I'm, I'm reading. It's like, yeah, load-in starts Wednesday. And I was like, yeah, this is a big, this is a big convention. That makes sense. They're bringing people on Wednesday too. That's good. And I'm like, and then it's like, and then it's Thursday from 6.30 a.m. to 9.45 p.m. And then and then, and then it's like, uh, if you happen to need to load in on Friday, and I was like, yes, as I'm reading, I'm talking, I'm saying, yes, I'm listening to myself. It, it says you can load in starting at 8, but you have to be done lo- loading in before 10. And I was like, a- and these are a.m. And I was like, what? Wait. That's, what is that now? And I start looking at it. I'm like, oh, and I go look at the schedule and I'm like, oh, fuck. The convention on Friday started at 10 a.m. So there would, so my whole, uh, my plan of like, yeah, just roll in, load in, that's gone. So now I'm like, well, shit, I have to get up tomorrow. I have to leave tomorrow. Um, you know, this is Wednesday night and I thought I had a whole extra day. So that, I, I was like, fuck. Uh, and then I'm I read I'm reading through the the thing of how you load in and this this was what the pain in the ass was but I have to say I didn't I, I was pissed off about it last year but I also didn't do it last year I just parked on the street because we'd gotten there so early or whatever and I was able to bring my wagon across the street and do do that um, but what the process is and and you know I, I'll well I'll, let me just go through it so the process is. This place, this convention is at the Phoenix Convention Center. It's a huge fucking place, right? In the middle of downtown Phoenix, right next to the baseball park, uh, you know, where, where the Diamondbacks play. And there's a lot of businesses, you know, nightlife and all. It's, it's a busy part of town, right? So already 
it, it kind of like makes my like oh anxiety because I was like Jesus Christ it, it just makes for a, a, a kind of a messier situation getting in and out sometimes but what you had to do was show up sometime like during the load in times but you had to first go to this dot like a parking lot that was about two miles away and there's people there that give you a dock pass um, for the loading dock and then you sit there in, in queue with behind some cars. When I got there, I got there and there's four cars in front of me and you're just kind of waiting and they're just sending you, you know, so there's room and things aren't getting clogged up and they're you know, radioing back and forth. I got this whole thing. Uh, and um, so that's how you had to load in like that. And then, then you, then they drive to the dock and, and load in. So I was like, well, I didn't do that last year. So I don't know. Uh, I guess I'm going to do that. Like I said, since it's only like, um, you know, uh, four and a half hours, I, I, Left probably around one on Friday or on Thursday. I'm sorry. From from Vegas, Boney and I loaded up the truck, moved to Beverly, but just went to Phoenix. Got there around five thirty six, something like that. Uh, I guess five thirty. We we did a pretty good time. And I was like, well, here it goes, Boney. Let's see how this bullshit parking lot fucking system works. And so we went to the lot. We got our pass, waited in line only for a few minutes. wasn't that long. And you know, then they there was like maybe four or five of us in line, and they just let us all go and. You just kind of follow right to the dock. It was, you know, it's not really that far. Like I said, a couple a mile or a couple miles, I don't know, something like that. Um, and then boom, you slowed down, and and it was all really smooth for for that whole process. And I was like, huh, I um, I was really I'll, I I had already resigned myself to it being. Um, I was like, you know what? As I was driving. I really calmed myself down because the anxiety about like I lost a whole day. I thought I could leave tomorrow. I fucking this is, you know, this is such a pain in the ass to load in here. Here's a pop culture con. I know I did good last year, but is this even going to be worth my time? You know, all these things are going on in my mind. Um, that's kind of what I was referencing back at the, with the card, uh, you know, the card of the day thing when I was talking about getting stuck in those things. I, I'm driving and I'm like, you know what, man? Like, whatever. You're gonna get there even if it takes out, I mean, I, I would still have four and a half hours before they even closed load in. It's going to be fine. Just follow their fucking little deal, their, their process. And, uh, and just whatever happens, happens. You know, I've resigned myself to like, Hey, it could take four minutes. It could take four hours. I, I don't know, but I'm just going to go there and I'm going to do my, you know, do the thing and do my best or whatever. And I'm not, I'm, I'm going to get out of this shitty mindset because, it's not like it, it, I was just, you know, upset at myself for making a mistake on the timing and the scheduling. And it, it just snowballed from there. It just like snowballed. Right. So I was just frustrated and getting more like a short temper just with myself as I was loading and leaving and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but the drive, you know, I, I like I shifted myself out of I had enough awareness to be like, look, you signed up for this. You knew you just you just fucked up. You dropped the ball. You know, you didn't read it clearly enough. So just go with it. It's going to be fine. So I really got back on the right track when we got there uh, on that drive. You know, Boney and I, we listened to music a lot, uh, sang our little hearts out. And I think we we got all of our emo out and felt felt pretty good. Well, we'll always be emo, but we got some of it out. Um, when we got there, you know, it went so smoothly. Like I said, I was barely there for any time. Load us into the dock and I was like, wow, that was really easy. Brought my stuff in with no problem. By my booth, got everything set up. It was, it was cool um, and easy. And I was like, "All right, well, 
shit, guess I'll see you tomorrow. So uh, Boney and I went, got in the car. The, uh, the motel we were staying at was seven or eight minutes away, and it was like a straight shot, one turn we had to make. It was all, like, I was so worked up and ready to just, like, you know, chalk this up and be, fuck this thing. And everything so far just been smooth as butter, as butter in a can. You ever eat some canned butter? This episode is brought to you by Butter in a Can. Butter in a Can. Yes, I can. No, uh, I have no idea. Like I said, this uh, weekend at Gary's is a pretty good strain there. Hey, so go back to the motel, and I'm I'm just tired and shit. I don't feel like doing anything. So Boney and I, uh, we went to bed. You know, we were responsible. We went to sleep early and uh, got our beauty rest uh, to be ready for the day because shit opened at 10 a.m. And I also wanted to get there early because I didn't want to this Friday morning in a downtown area. I don't know what the hell this traffic is like or what the crowds are going to be like. So um, I was like, all right, I'm going to get up ass early. Uh, the lovely, wonderful Scarlett uh, flew in Friday night. Was it Friday? No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is Thursday night. This is Thursday night. She was flying in on Friday night. So uh, this, you know, Boney and I got up uh, ass early on Friday, probably like 630. I just woke up. I was up, you know, took a walk out already and left like maybe around like the, the doors didn't open for vendors to enter until eight. So I got there like maybe 755 or something. And it was easy. Again, easy as pie. No stress. I got right into the garage. The only stressful thing I was not letting myself get upset about, an angering thing, is having to pay for paying for parking. And I think if you're longtime listeners of the show know, I do not like to pay for parking. It is uh, the thorn in my eye, um, or my ass, or whatever. But uh, yeah, I I just think as a vendor, an exhibitor, or whatever, we need to get some kind of deal on the parking. You got you got to because we're not making a billion dollars in there. You know, we're we're doing our best, and you're bang. We got banged out for thirty dollars a day for parking. So I spent ninety dollars on parking, which already you know throw that in as my in the hole with the table cost gas and, and and hotel it's 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 another another thing just throwing on the throw it on the pile so but i was like you know i'm not even gonna let that bother me i'm not gonna start getting upset about it so i boney and i just walked right we were right on the right level like walked right across got the elevator down to the exhibitor floor and we were set man we were down there just like 8 20 um ready to go now uh, my neighbors, uh, one of my neighbors, who was who were uh, my neighbors last year, at, 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 when I walked up, I could clearly see they had knocked over my banner. Which, if you've seen like the pictures of my Instagram, uh, the banner and the horror book sign, neon sign, they would knocked it all over with their rigging that they set up for their banner, and uh, they weren't there yet. But I was like, it was quite obvious that what had happened, and I was like, fuck. So I had to set all my shit, all that shit, back up again, uh, and. I was I was so like how was all happy. I was like, man, I feel good. I'm like, it's you know, I it's it feels good in here. I'm all, I'm I'm not hungover. I get I didn't drink last time. I'm ready to go. And now I'm like pouring sweat as I'm trying to get my get my shit all set back up and fix everything that fell over. So, but again, I was like, ah, no problem. Don't even worry about it. Boney and I did a lap around the the room, checked everything out. It was great. Got some coffee from the concession stand, and they um. They got on the announcements like we're going to open, you know, 10 a.m. A lot of people out there, a lot of people. And I'm like, what? I haven't I hadn't been outside since I can't got there. So I didn't know. Um, and they opened the doors and fucking sure enough, 
Friday morning, 10 a.m., people are flooding in. It was uh, packed out, packed out. Now, usually, you guys know, we come to the table, maybe I'll have a, a, a couple beers there with me. Here, like, one of the things I got in trouble for last year when I went was bringing beer in because I just brought it in with my stuff and then got caught with it. Apparently, you're not allowed to bring any beer in, in there. So, um, not that that stopped me from doing it anyway, but I, I also just, it was in such a rush getting shit together, I didn't even bother with fucking with stopping somewhere to get beer. I don't want to deal with hiding it or trying to, like, figure out how to sneak it in in case they wanted to search me again when I went in as an exhibitor, which they didn't on Friday. Um, but... I was like, whatever. So I'm sitting there, I'm doing my thing, you know, and it's it's getting busy. Shouts out to my man Jack, um, coming back and seeing me. Uh, and I it, it opens at ten. I'm getting busy. I'm getting you know, I'm selling books, going good. I feel good. And uh, I see walking down the aisle, uh, just kind of past my booth, that down the other way, I see three guys uh, walking, and they each have a beer in their hand. I'm like, what? What? Where? Where they get? What is that? Why is that? They're cosplayers, so that can't. And uh, I was like, wait, come. Uh, they were gone. Uh, so I'm sitting there doing my thing again. About 20 minutes later, someone walks down my aisle right in front of me, and uh, he's got a beer. And I was like, dude, 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 where did you get that? And he's like, what, beer? I was like, yeah, where'd you get the beer? Like the, the like another guy, because I asked if they sold beer at the concession stand, and the guy was like, nope, no beer in here. And I was like, okay, I thought he meant like no beer in the room. No, there's like a whole fucking beer deal like right outside the, the, the one of the entrance doors. And I it was very close, pretty close to where I was, too. And he's like, it's right over right over there by that sign. And I was like, oh, shit. So Boney and I took a little walk and uh, got some beers. And I, I, I enjoyed a few local Arizona beers. Copper City IPA is what I was drinking. And a uh, wonderful bartender, Yvette. She was very lovely, uh, very nice. And uh, I went back because you get two at a time. So I grabbed two, you know, and went back to the booth. And, man, we were really firing on all cylinders then. Uh, but it was going good. I had great neighbors. My man Ty, TJ, shouts out, guys. Uh, they were awesome. And, um, it, like I said, it was it was busy. Now, the thing about those conventions, there's so many booths. It's a huge layout. Everyone's got so much different things, but different but the same. Uh, like, for instance, everyone on my aisle, there were five of us. We were all authors. But you had, you know, this you know, pirate fantasy, the guys that knocked all my shit over. Me, horror, psychological horror. You had, uh, like, fa- like then next to me was, like, fairies, Renfair type, that the uh, fantasy like that. And then next to that, you had, like, a fantasy uh, RPG-style kind of first-shooter fiction thing. And then you had an adventure uh, book, uh, Indiana jonesy like adventure meets something other fantasy type of thing so we were all like kind of different uh genres and different books and sometimes that can be like you know no even if you are a bunch of different writers down the same aisle it can kind of be uh not beneficial and um i i don't i don't know i i don't know how the everyone else fared i uh, you know but but myself, I could say, did pretty well, did really well. People were coming down there. And, and this is like also a convention. There's so many people and so many things. It, it's it's harder to like talk to. You have to kind of like know what, like, I guess like know your audiences, I guess, or that's not the way, that's not what I mean, but the way I'm saying it, you know, at a horror convention, I'll, I'll you can like, yeah, what's up, man? How you doing? You know, I'm, I'm talking to everybody and people are more apt to stop. But here... People, because everyone at the horror convention is looking for horror stuff. So every booth's got horror stuff. So they might, you know, hey, what do you got? Oh, where are you? Here, you're kind of having to watch and see, you know, I'm, 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 I'm 
saying hi to people still, being, you know, outgoing, but it's not, it's a different element. I'm, I'm out of my element, Donnie. I'm in a different whole thing. So I kind of had to play it a little differently. And um, it worked. It, people, so a lot, a lot of people like would just see the horror sign and be like, "Ooh, I like horror. This is my my spot," you know. And I'm like, "All right, yeah, absolutely." Uh, my man, uh, you know, Mark was there at SC Mendez, uh, Bloodbound Books there, and and Joey out there, Joey Joe Joe. Uh, that was um, they had their booth, uh, so they're they're also like a horror type of thing, uh, but they they have other. Uh, kind of, I guess they have other different novels too. They have a lot of stuff. Great, great, great press. I suggest checking it out if you haven't. But they were a few rows over from me. There's a lot of books. There's a lot of lot of authors. A lot of books. Um, I have to say. So, I'm uh, super fucking grateful for people that took time to like check my stuff out. That wanted to to buy my books. It was uh, it was cool. It was you know I like I said I was firing all cylinders. Later that night, it was a great Friday. Scarlet flies in Friday night. Uh, you know chilled out the next morning get up and and do it all over again and it was uh again busy um and we they that garage i parked in was closed so the, i had to park in a different one but it's still close we walked over the, the thing and instead of just like waving me through like they did the day before now they wanted to search through all my shit again i'm like guys not that i had anything wrong or so i thought uh but i just was like guess fucking pain in the ass so we go through, they look at my backpack, go through, you know, the guy's giving me the, the metal wall, metal detector wand. And he stops like I, and he's like, ah, got to get rid of that knife. And I look down like, fuck, I got my pocket knife, like still stuck in. It's just like, I have it all the time, you know, clipped into my pocket. Now I had it all day on Friday. I walked right in through like the metal detector right through, like guy just kept waving me. Come on, your exhibitor, come on. No thing. I didn't mean to bring it. I wasn't trying to subvert the rules or anything and hide a knife. Right? And I understand why they're not. They don't let weapons in or anything. But I was like, oh, I, uh, I brought this in yesterday. I need it for my booth. And they're like, nope, sorry. And I was like, I can't use it from. A, I'm an exhibitor. And I was like, like no. I was like, well, why'd you let me in with it yesterday? And they're like, we. I don't know if who did. They weren't supposed to. I was like, all right, fine. I'll throw it away. And uh, they're like, no, no, don't throw it away. They had a cop come over and he's like, yeah, you can't, br- uh, can't bring it. I was like, I'm going to throw it away. They're like, don't, don't do, don't throw it away. And I was like, I'm going to throw it away. Okay. I just, I need to get in. So I walked over to the garbage can and uh, it, everybody thought I threw it away. So I put my hand, like I threw it away. And then just like, when I turned around, I put my hand right, just, just right by my hip and dropped it into my back pocket. Just like dropped the knife right into my back pocket. And walked inside and we started walking and Scarlett was like, that sucks. You had to throw away another knife. And I was like, I pulled an old Dennis Reynolds line from Always Sunny. And I was like, you know, a thief just uh, steals things. But an artist takes what he wants right in front of you without anybody ever knowing. And I pulled the knife out of my pocket. She's like, oh, shit, I didn't even see you do that. Nobody did, bitch. That's why I'm a fucking bad motherfucker. No. So I, so I kept my knife. And I, you know, I, of course, understand what the whole deal is. You know, I, I get it. I know. Um, but I, at the same time, I'm like, well, fucking get on the same page here. I, I brought it yesterday. What is the, what's, what are the rules? What are the rules? Saturday, banging. Busy day. Uh, our girl Kelly was there hanging out. Shouts out, Kelly. It was uh, very busy and whirlwind. And it went by fast. Oh, one cool thing about Friday, I thought that it was from 10 in the morning till 1030 at night, uh, but it turned out it closed at 7 because I was like, oh, shit. 
it was like the other events were going on, like the after events were going on until 1030 or 1130. It's like, oh, shit. I felt so better. Like I was like, oh, my God, I really thought we were here for 13 hours today. But no, and it was a seven. It was, I, it was like I got like a bonus, like a boner bonus or something. I don't know. I felt great. So Saturday is awesome. Uh, at the end of Saturday, we have some, you know, maybe we're going to go out like a, let's meet. We're going to meet some people for drinks or whatever. And we get back to the room to kind of get our shit together, uh, feed Boney, do all that stuff. And uh, we're figuring it out. I sat th- I sat down. And I started smoking a bowl, and I just suddenly realized how drained I was. I was completely, like, drained of – physically, yes, because, you know, I stand all day. I don't sit behind my booth. I'm talking. Like, also – I was also uh, just just, uh, socially drained. That's Sorry, that's it. And I didn't – I was like, I don't know if I – want to even talk to I, I can even go out and talk to anybody again right now I think I just feel like sitting here and that's what we did we got some awesome bomb ass Mexican food and we stayed there now I I wanted Nandy to go back because I got to give a big shoe, huge sh- shoes huge shout out to my new friend Joni um and uh I, the other the guy with her I truck driver man I f- don't know your name I'm sorry I forget it or maybe you didn't ever tell me but uh I was the first time I got in the the maybe the second time I was in the beer line uh no, I mean, it was the first time. They, they, uh, it, no, it was. This, I'm sorry, it was the second time because there was actually a line that I was waiting in. The first time I just walked right up, and this couple gets behind me and they're talking. They're like, "Is this? They have liquor? Or is this just beer and wine?" And they're trying to look, and I just turn. I was like, "Yeah, it's, it's just beer and wine up here." And they're like, "Oh shit! Well, fuck. We need some hard stuff. Let's go back." And they're like, "Let's go back up to the room and get some bottle. Get that bottle or whatever." And I was like, "Hey, you want to bring some hard stuff? If you're getting hard stuff, you can bring some by table five oh four. They're like, what is, oh, all right, okay, we'll bring you, Bob, we'll bring you something, what do you, where? I was like, booth 504, baby. I'm like, all right. And like, uh, they went walking off to the room, and I just was like, I'll never see them again. Get my beer, and I was in there, and not like maybe 20 minutes go by, and I hear Joni, I, the woman who I was behind me in line say, I found him, here he is. And then like the guy, they both come running at me from the booth. Bringing, they brought me uh, little Bacardi bottles. It was amazing. They saved my life. And they, and then uh, brought brought us more on Saturday and brought me a fifth on Sunday. Snuck it in like a true American hero. Um, so that was really cool. <laughs> like I, yeah, sometimes it's cool. You meet cool people. They give you cool shit. It's you're all working together. We were cheersing. We were having a good time. It was very fun. Uh, but you know, we get there on okay. So Sunday, ten to five, right? We get there and they're saying there's a lot of people, all this. They let the people in and there is a lot of people again. It's it's packed out. It's kinda it's kind of a busy ass convention. But like you know, I, I was talking about the load in procedure at the top of the show and how you have to go to this thing and then drive over here and get the, the pass and da and all this stuff. And they're like making announcements at the beginning of the day, you know, vendors, this is how load out to work. Basically, if you wanted to load out from the convention center, just walk out into the street with your shit, you could. But we're on like, we're four floors down. So, because this place is like, you walk into the street level, the exhibitor hall is underground, like in the basement or basement level. I don't know. So, you can't just walk out. We're not on the street level. You can't just walk out of the door. Everyone has like wagon, you know, wagons, fucking uh, boxes of shit and pallets and, uh, 
dollies that they have their stuff on. So they need to use the elevator. And there's this one freight elevator that's in the exhibitor hall. And they're like, yeah, you can use that if you want. There'll be a line. Security will be helping you in. Don't overpack the elevator. Be sure to this and that. Um, but if you want, if you want to load out through the dock, it's the same procedure, same procedure, similar procedure. We, the tables, the artist tables where I was, we were closest to the dock. So they were like, we're going to get them out first. And then the booths, the 10 by 10 booths, we'll, we'll move all the, we'll be able to move the, the, uh, what do you call those? Like fucking freight things in and, and dollies and everything else to, to help move all your big shit out. So what you had to do at the end was pack up your booth, and when you're all packed, you you know grab one of the staff members that are walking around, and they give you a pass. So I was like, okay, that's this is the one I'm doing. I said I'm just gonna load out through the dock. The dock is right here, right by us, so we'll just be able to walk out, and and I'm just gonna do it that way because we tried to wait in that elevator line the year before, and it was long, and it took a long ass time, and I would have to make two trips anyway. So I was like, no, I'm just going to get the, I'm just gonna do the whole parking lot to the dock get my pass all that shit well i know i said how smoothly it went for load in but you know and and of course it's going to be different you have two days that are open for over 12 hours a day a, a time for people to load in and now it's like everybody is wants to load out immediately like at that time and and is trying to so I packed up all my shit. They came, they checked me out and gave me the the bad, the the pass. Uh, I, I took Boney with me. Scarlett was, you know, she she sat, she was going to wait with the stuff and chat and, you know, whatever. While well, I went and did this whole car debacle. So I go get the car, easy peasy. Boney and I shoot on over to where the, the dock is or, or the, the parking lot staging area go in there, they give me, they look at my pass that I get, and then they give me another pass, a different pass, different color, different information on it, whatever, uh, or, or the same, but different. And there's four rows of cars and one row that's on the end, that's, you know, U-Haul trucks or bigger kind of trucks, like, you know, not, not your typical like vehicle. Um, you know, he's like, the guy that way, he brings me and checks me, he's like, go line four, lane four right here. So I go to lane four, and I'm the first one in line in lane four. However, there's already like three lanes that have, have people in them. Um, and and it, it was kind of a lot at first, but it, not, it, it's, it starts getting full really fast after I get there. I pull up. I sit there. You know, I'm, I'm blasting the AC. Again, I've already resigned myself to like, Okay, this is gonna take a little bit. Don't worry. We're we'll get there when we get there. No problem. I'm I'm not worried about it. I'm listening to, you know, whatever, chilling with Boney. I break out, you know, break out the pipe. I smoke smoke a bowl. And uh already people are starting to get pissed. Like there's a guard that's got at the front, you know, of our line that's there to start waving you through, but he has like the gate locked. Like you can't even leave if you wanted to. And people are out there, like some guy goes out there and is like yelling at him, like, let us go, what the hell? And he's like, I guy, he's like, I don't have permission to open the gate. He's like, well, what the hell? Nah, nah, nah. And I was just like, oh man, this is going to get bad fast. Boy, was I right. So I, uh, we sat there and easily, um, easily an hour I, I, I sat there uh, before they would le- start letting us go. And, People are getting pissed. People are getting out. They're 
like, what the hell? Like all this stuff. And I'm cool as cool as ice, dude. I smoked another bowl. I'm just sitting there. The only thing is that I, I, I start to realize like, fuck, dude, I'm like cooking because where I was facing, the sun was coming right through my windshield. And I was like in my, I couldn't get in any shadow. So I'm like grabbing sunblock and trying to put it on. Uh, I, I felt like Sweet D in, in that sunny episode where they're in the, the water slide and she get, they all get stuck, but she's at the little bubble window and the sun just like is beating on her face and she gets all super sunburned. I felt like that. Um, I did, but, but again, like not even the people all getting riled up around me, riled me up. I was not about to get upset about it. I was like, fuck it, dude, whatever. We'll get the, once I, I was like, I knew once I did get to go to the dock between Scarlett and I, it was going to take us one trip to get all my shit to the car and then we'd be able to go. So I was like, fine. After an hour, the guy, like, it looks like some shit's going on. He's out there on his walkie talkies, walking back and forth, looking at things, looking at things. So on the walkie talkie. He goes over the gate, you know, he's, he opens it halfway and he comes back and he starts asking people on their path for their like booth pass or whatever. Like, are you booth table? And he's looking at him like, mine says table. And he's like, all right, you table. T-. He's like, kind of, I don't, I don't understand what the fuck he's doing or why he's asking. I mean, I know why he's asking, but I mean, what are you going to do? You, we're already in a line. Even if like people who had the booth and not the table were in line. What are you going to do? So first they open the gate and they let all those big trucks go, you know, the big U-Hauls, the bigger, like, you know, kind of larger scale trucks. Those are gone. They let make us sit there about 10 more minutes. And then he's like walking around walkie talkie. He asked me again, if I was a table or booth, I show him. He's like, all right. And then like, he's like the guy, so the guy next to me, he's like, all right, you go. And he looks at me and goes, you go. And I start going, I have my windows down so I could like hear him direction. I just hear this guy like that's in the other row first. He's like, hey, can I go? Guy's like, no, not yet. And he's like, I've been here longer than all these people. And I was like, oh, shit. Uh, I was glad that I didn't have to sit in there because I'm sure it just went, it only went downhill from there. Go, so get there, no problem. You know, uh, after all that time, go up and it's, Scarlett's sitting there and she's talking to my our, our new buddy Ty, who was the an author next to me. He his plan was to take the freight elevator. I saw the line was so long of people waiting just with all their shit. Like like you're gonna ride like the fucking I don't know Disneyland like some like theme park ride. That's what like this line looked like. It just went forever. And, uh, I, again, I was apologizing. I mean, it started six long. I had to wait for, you know, da, da, da. And Scarlett was like, that line has barely moved since you've been gone. Those people have been standing in the same position, barely moving. Uh, and I was like, well, see, good thing we didn't do that. Um, so we bid Ty adieu and he was going to try to take his shit up an escalator, which God bless him. Uh, whatever. We went out, uh, went out, loaded out and, um, uh, we we managed to get out with relative ease. But first they were like, what are you going? You can't, we're letting people down. You can't leave. And we're like, well, what do we do? <laughs> we, we're ready to go and, and you can have that spot that we're leaving. So then the other lady's like, just fucking leave them alone. Here, you, come on, let's go. And like they, they, somebody knew they were doing, got us out of there. And we got on the road and came home. And I, you know, it was a good drive home. Scarlet drove, thank you uh, very much. So I could rest a little bit. But for, like, again, for a, a pop culture con that's super huge. It was pretty cool. 
like if you are looking for you know if you were wondering maybe about that convention or should I go or that if you like if you like that kind of stuff it's it's way more sci-fi I I'll tell you this if I wasn't vending I wouldn't attend because I'm just not interested in any of that stuff or that interested in that stuff but if you are it's great it's well run um with uh, it's outside of the loadout debacle which I don't I don't know how you make that better honestly uh but um I, I honestly, like I said, I had to just give myself over to the their process and see how it went and and let it go and let it go, let it go, which they played so many times uh, during that during the convention. Uh, it, it was maddening. Um, but I digress. This year, I have to say, Phoenix Fan Fusion, despite your loadout woes and uh, issues, quite a quite a success i i will most likely be returning again all right there we go hey phoenix fan fusion it was good now onward i am uh i'll see you guys this weekend in knoxville at uh, son or bride of FrankenCon, and come out on the eighth uh, Thursday night for the pre-party, so you can see me play some songs, and uh, we'll have some some beers, couple laughs. Our troubles will be over, and it's it's going to be great. Looking forward to it. Uh, please check out uh, if you if you can't be there. You know, hey, I'm going to be in a lot more places this year. So go to JohnWayneIsDead.com for all information uh as the shows page i'll tell you where i'm going where i've been you can get uh the the tarot deck you can get the deadline hardbacks as well as everything else in the john wayne is dead shop and i'll sign them up good for you and send you little extras but i appreciate you so much um yeah it's gonna be a good time don't forget to call the Corey hotline uh 832-930-1347 Check out the old Patreon as well, patreon.com slash John when is dead. Uh, all support is appreciated and is I'm very grateful for. Follow me at John when is dead on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. I'm trying to make a commitment to build up my TikTok a little bit better, so watch for that. And then you can follow me on Facebook at just my name, John Wayne Kaminali. I will see you after Tennessee.